Hello and welcome to my garden again this week. This Monday is a little different. I'm going to be talking about the weather and I'm going to be talking about chicken eggs and I'm going to be talking a little bit as well about keeping your chickens cool. It'll be a bit more of a laid back style than my last few podcasts. I hope you enjoy and I'd love to have some feedback and hear from you over on my Instagram account. It's linked below in the podcast description. Please leave me a review if you enjoy it and I look forward to sharing with you every Monday more of what's going on. So I thought that maybe this week we could just, you know, sit down and have a little chat. Obviously we're not actually having a chat otherwise this would be a phone conversation and not a podcast. This week um, I hope you've had some rain we have had some much needed rain. I was a little disappointed though. Um, End of the week, I can't remember which day it was now, Thursday or Friday, we were promised this amazing, fantastic thunderstorm, you know, lightning, thunder, downpours of rain. Very disappointed. That evening came, we'd been waiting all day, it was hot, it was heavy and the lightning started and we thought "Ooh, not long now it's gonna rain and it got dark and there was still more and more lightning and we looked out our front window and our next door neighbors they had got their chairs out they were so cute they were sitting out on their little porch they had their feet up holding hands watching the lightning and i looked at my husband and he looked at me So we got our little deck chairs and we went and sat down on a garden path. We sat there thinking that we would, you know, be inundated with a deluge of rain. We sat and we watched the lightning and it was beautiful. You know, the little flashes of light across the sky. It was quite cloudy, so you didn't actually see the lightning. It was more just kind of the sky lighting up. It was like a really uneventful fireworks night. I suppose fireworks night is cancelled, so that's all we got. There was a little bit of thunder kind of a clap here and a roll there and it got later and my husband gets up at four in the morning and so we just got to the point where I don't think it's going to rain so we got up we folded up our little camp chairs said to our our neighbours who were still sitting there waiting for the rain themselves we went to bed we closed the curtains and we were trying to sleep and the lightning would keep brightening up the bedroom the thunder would roll across the sky and not a speck of rain. We lay there in bed, the sheet just barely covering our feet. It was too hot to sleep. I don't know where that promised rain come from. They've been learning to read the weather for donkey's years now, and they still haven't figured out whether it's going to rain or not. I mean, the chances are it's going to rain at some point. We live in Britain, but uh, not that night. We did, however, get it the following day, and I am so glad. The ground was like a wrinkled dry prune and just suddenly the rain makes everything lush and green and gorgeous. I'm literally rambling on about rain now. You all know how amazing it is to have rain when there's been a dry spell. Suddenly all the plants look like they've just had, you know, face tune. They're all looking wonderful and lush and green. The chickens are a little bit soggy, very dirty. I don't know, if you have chickens, have you noticed that when the weather's bad, the eggs get remarkably dirty? 
it's like all of a sudden these lovely clean eggs have a footprint on or a little squidge of mud that the chickens have tracked in. My chickens haven't quite figured out that you can't dust bath when the ground is wet and particularly our white chickens will often come in looking uh, slightly muddy. I mean it shows much more on a white chicken but uh, yeah so actually talking about eggs we have had so many eggs we have each each day we have about eight or nine eggs and so over the course of the week we're looking at around 60 eggs and uh, we do tend to not eat that many eggs in a week we give away or we have family who buy eggs off us and um, my husband counted them the other day and sitting in our outhouse was 50 eggs and I'm suddenly aware of the fact that I'm going to need to be a little bit more proactive at selling these eggs. Maybe putting a little sign out. You always see those little pictures, don't you, of like kids with a little stool selling eggs. I think I might need to do that. The problem is we've got no room on the street and I somehow don't think people are going to pick up and pay for a box of eggs just sitting out on the street. Maybe I'll make a little sign to say, ring this number if you want eggs. Although that probably would sound kind of weird and I don't know if our neighbours would, would appreciate, but yeah, eggs is a funny situation really. Hmm. They are so amazing though. I love watching the chickens. I'm sitting right now chatting to you guys and outside they are dust bathing. I mean, it's not actually raining right now, but the ground is wet and there are two chickens dust bathing. Uh, both of them are white, no longer. Um, and what I really like about this weather is it's still quite warm. Lavender's just laying down, stretched out her wing. I love watching them lie down and rest. I think that's what's so special about having chickens because they are just so incredible to watch and they're so unlike normal pets. I mean, you don't often look into people's back gardens and see a bird lying there, wing outstretched leg outstretched, head tucked under feathers, dozing off quietly. I fed them some scrambled egg this morning to get rid of that kind of pile of 50 eggs that I just mentioned. And as I was feeding the eggs this morning, I scattered out the scrambled egg across the grass and they're all greedily gobbing up, gobbling up as much as they could. And that down popped two magpies and sat there getting their own little share of the the egg. And our chickens love the magpies. There's two magpies who come and join us in the back garden. One is kind of sleek looking, looks very lovely. The other one looks a little bit like he's fallen through a hedge. He's always spiky. He's always kind of fluffed up. The chickens will share their food with him. They share their drink with them. They will quite often play with each other. What's quite funny is in the morning there's a little queue of chickens waiting to lay their egg in the nest box and uh, the magpie will come in and stand at the back of the queue and peck the bottom of the chicken in front of it and when the chicken responds turned around the magpie flies up into the air, perches on top of the coop and squawks at the poor chicken standing down below unable to fly up and peck the magpie back. And when she gives up, she goes back, she stands at her spot in the queue. The magpie will fly back down and repeat the whole thing again. 
little peck on the bottom, turn around, chicken's like, hey, you just pecked me on the bottom, I'm gonna peck you. Magpie flies out the way, flies out the way. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, I don't know if that's the perfect relationship, but it's just wonderful. I'd love a friend who would do that, you know, wind me up when I'm trying to lay my egg. <laughs> Mind you, they wind each other up when they're trying to lay an egg. I don't know if you're even interested in this ramble, but this week has been an interesting week. We've we've had highs of temperature, we've had lows of rain and slightly cooler weather. And these peaks and troughs, they help the plants to grow. The tomatoes are doing wonderful, although they are at risk of blight in this damp weather. And I just thought that as we're all kind of mellowing out with some nice cooler weather, we can all relax a little bit. You know, we don't have to walk around with a, a fan under our arms to try and avoid sweating out. <laughs> now is not the time to be trying to do projects in the garden. I have noticed that. Any, any kind of movement and you're already out of breath and sweating. You know, I, I tried to dig a hole the other day. Turns out that was too difficult when I was warm in about 30 degrees. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it, the effect that heat has on our bodies. We um, need to take the cat to the vet on Monday. And as I mentioned on my stories in the beginning of the week, he's already been to the vet and he's got some problems with his back legs. And so we thought in our pond area where we have some ornamental plants, we would build a cat run. Now I see these on the internet all the time. They're like, you know, these cool runs. They're little, it's like a chicken enclosure, but it's not, it's for a cat. You know, minus the chicken coop and the, the free eggs. Um, and so we thought we would build one too. So we went over to the pond area, our wildlife area, and we thought that we, you know, stick a few posts in, put up some, some wire. The cat will be all right in there. And as I said, it was hot and I started digging. And there were two problems. First of all, it was hot and I got out of breath and I got tired. That may not just have been heat. It may just have been my lack of exercise over the whole entire lockdown period. Uh, but also, as I dug down, I realised that uh, the soil is not that great. And although we've put down topsoil and compost and we've improved it, there's a lovely little collection of rocks, kind of, you know, just enough below the surface that is not, noti not noticeable if you're planting plants, but is very noticeable if you start to dig a hole to put a post in. So uh, plans for the week ahead. We need to sort out some sort of system to let the cat go outside but not let him run around freely. Uh, we also need to tidy up as well. I've noticed that suddenly with all of this rain, there's a flush of just everything growing in places like pathways that would probably need to get removed. And as it's a bit cooler now, I'm hoping that we can focus a little bit more on actually getting out in the garden and gardening. I mean, I don't know what it's been like for you, but it's just been too hot to garden recently. And although that thunderstorm was incredibly disappointing at the end of this week, it has finally, the rain has come and it's broken up that tem temperature, broken up the tension in the air, and it is much nicer now being able to get out and, and garden. And the other things I want to do is I want to get some beds cleared 
Um, I've been saving some spinach seeds and some lettuce seeds so I need to get them cleared and packed away into, into paper bags so that I can use them and clear the beds and put in the next lot of plants that I've got ready to go in. It's a really exciting time for gardening and I think lots of people kind of get to the end of summer and think oh that's it you know the end of the year is done there's nothing more to do and you'll see from kind of now onwards lots of allotments seem to just suddenly become empty it's like they've cleared the bed and not planned ahead and there's so much that we can now grow over winter even just into the beginning of winter that will just extend the, the period that we have homegrown fresh produce and there are crops that can last all through the winter as well and I highly recommend having a look at some of the professional gardeners out there I realise that I am not one of them and so will not suggest many options but things that I'm putting in are some lamb's lettuce um, which is great in cooler weather got some beetroots um, I've already got carrots growing ready for the next season um, yeah, actually, you know what? My mind's gone blank. Let's not list off plants. Have a little look. There is so much that you can grow at this time. Highly recommend that this is a good time to get things into the ground, get them growing, so that you can extend your, your growing period into the early winter. Don't be one of those people with empty beds unless you've got a grand plan. We've got something really exciting planned for our top area of garden where I currently have it as a kind of market garden system. I realised this year that the soil really needs a lot more improvement before it can grow anything substantial. I was really kind of disappointed with my red cabbage this year, really didn't get very big and also had a real problem with cutworm at the beginning of the year. Cutworm is like, it's like the caterpillar version of a moth. Um, and it eats away at the the base of the plant. So right at the beginning of the season this year, way back in, I think it was April, I would just go out in the morning and just a random bunch of cabbages had just been chopped off. Uh, and I actually asked Charles Dowding and he let me know that it was cutworm. And so that has caused a problem as well. So all that being put aside, what me and my husband have decided is initially we were thinking of having a permaculture area and we're still going to kind of incorporate that we were thinking of having perennial vegetables um, and we will still have perennial vegetables i'm moving them down the bottom of the garden but in the top area we're thinking of becoming a little bit more um ornamental we really enjoyed having this luxury kind of not luxury this pond area with beautiful plants and flowers and it was just so blooming lovely quite literally so beautiful and we were really inspired we thought actually we really like flowers why don't we have more flowers in amongst our vegetables so i was having a little look at some different garden designs and we're going to put down grass which i never thought i would do i was never a grass person but we're going to have a plant pot in the middle specifically my blueberry plant we're gonna have a circle of grass this is the idea I mean it's not happened yet we will see how it goes in practice we'll have a lovely circle of grass and then around the circle of grass because that top area is square we will then have a border of flowers and vegetables 
And so, now that it's finally cool cooled off, we can start preparing the ground to clear the area to put down this grass area. We can begin to put more um, soil improvers on. We're going to get a whole bunch of manure from a local friend of mine who uh, has horses and has well plenty of horse manure to, to go around. We're going to put that on top. So we've got plenty of really, really exciting things to happen. And I'm so glad that it has finally cooled off so we can get to do that. I'd love to know what you're doing in your gardens right now. I have literally waffled for about 15 minutes. Thank you so much for listening today. I'd love to know what you think of this kind of informal chatty style as opposed to the informative video, uh, informative podcasts I was doing before. Please keep in touch um, on Instagram. I've had so many wonderful comments from you guys. So thank you very much for listening and continue to listen. I will continue to put podcast put put those words back in my mouth. I'll continue to put podcasts out every Monday and I'm thinking of making a little activity. I hope you have an amazing week. I'd love to see what projects you guys are up with, up to. And have yeah, have a really really lovely week everyone. God bless you.